Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time this podcast is finding you at. This is my wake up podcast. You are not tired. You're just uninspired and I am here to help you. I am the creator and founder of Life Minded and Free. I am focused on helping women who are unfulfilled live above mediocrity and create a life of their wildest dreams because you can have financial and time freedom. You can have a good marriage. You can have a good relationship with your kids. You can have a good faith, a good health. And I'm here to show you how not only I did it, but how I was able to teach thousands of other women to do the same thing. So welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy today's podcast whole entire business or when you're trying to figure something out and achieve a goal is really just about trial and error. Like that's all you're doing. You're like, let's see if this works. Oh, okay. It didn't work. Let's try this. Um, okay. That worked. Let's try this. Oh, that didn't work. And then when you also are finding things that work, you're constantly changing. And so you're like, oh, I forgot that that used to work. Because you like had a weekend or you went on vacation and you got out of routine. There's all these things that can break our routines, being sick or a sick child or being super busy or change in job where all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't taken my supplements in five days or, oh, I haven't, I haven't um, done my nighttime routine with my face in a couple of days. Like things that we like to do that we're routine with in life, but also in business, you just get distracted and you fall off the bandwagon really fast and you, that's why I love writing stuff down, like writing down stuff that works, keeping a section in your phone in the notes or a post-it by your computer or whatever is going to work for you, but writing down stuff that always works for you. Because I was thinking about that today that, so I write stuff on my bathroom mirror and I also go through phases. Like, I wish that John could secretly journal about me and, and how I am because I go through phases like clockwork. And I've been saying that I want to write them down and know because so sometimes my bathroom mirror will be so covered in writings that I literally go into my bedroom and use my bedroom mirror because I can't even really like see through my bathroom mirror because I write down so many things with expo markers and then I have notebooks, like one in my bedroom and one in my office and one in my car. And I'm just like writing all this stuff down all the time. Then I go through phases where I'm like, sometimes because the, um, the people come and clean my house every other week. And so I'll tell them like, don't touch the mirror. And so they just don't clean my mirror. And so then, because I'm like, oh my gosh, do not wipe off my mirror. Like I'm not ready for that stuff to go away. And it's all things that just like strike me and hit me when I'm listening to stuff, when I'm listening to sermons, when I'm getting ready, when I'm listening to my books, when I'm, um, someone says something to me or a random thought pops into my head, I'm like, oh yes, I need to write it down. Or even just sometimes like I have like a little to-do list at the top of my mirror, like things that I'm like, oh yeah, I keep forgetting like, and I'll write that down. So sometimes I can't even fathom them erasing the mirror. Like I am like, no way I am not ready to erase the mirror. Do not erase the mirror. But then sometimes like two weeks ago, I was like, yeah, you guys can wipe the mirror. And they cleaned the mirror and the mirror has had nothing on it for two weeks. And today I grabbed my Excel marker and I wrote something on the mirror. And as I was writing, I was like, oh my gosh, there's nothing that's been on the mirror in a long time because, and then I started like overanalyzing it, but which was good. I like dissected it. 
And when I enter a season of inspiration, when I'm finally like, okay, I'm back on track. Like I think of a train, like kind of like off the track. Do you guys ever have those trains as a kid that they like set up at Christmas time usually, but they all connected and it was like awesome. But it was like the wind kind of blew. Someone walked past it and like their pant leg like blew the wind and it like fell off the track. (laughs) So like it had to be like perfectly on this track in order to be able to go. Oh, you still have the train. I love that. Okay, so it falls off the track just a little bit and it's not working. It's slowing down. It's resistance. It's not there. Then when you pick it up and set it back on the track, then it can go super fast again because it's right on the track. And that's how I feel like life is. Everyone goes through seasons of life. And when something doesn't feel right and it just kind of feels off, your one wheel is off the track and then maybe two wheels are off the track. And maybe the kid came up and kicked you off the track and you're upside down under the tree, you know, whatever happens, but you can feel that you're a little bit off and then you get back in your groove and you're like, Oh, okay, I'm going now. And it's easy. And there's no resistance and it feels so good. And you're inspired. And that's where we want to live as much of our life as we possibly can is in this inspirational energy because everything's easier. Everything's more fun. Everything feels better. You're happier. You're more fulfilled. And so when I was overanalyzing my writing on the mirror, I realized that when I am, when I am not writing on my mirror, it's because I'm not listening to sermons and books, which means the only things that I'm hearing are the things in my own head which are terrifying and I try not to listen to them that often because they think that I'm this small and they're insecure and they just don't ever stop. And so when that's all I'm hearing and spending time with, I'm getting really worried and stressed out and I'm overthinking and I'm going crazy instead of listening to something else. And so when I started listening to my book the other day, when I was like, oh yeah, I haven't listened in a while, we were up north, we were, had a lot of stuff going on at the end of summer, and I wasn't even listening to sermons, I wasn't even going to church, we were up north or out of town, like three weeks in a row, and so we were totally disconnected and just distracted, and then when I was like, okay, I need to start reading again, I need to start listening to sermons, because I'm feeling like I'm off my track, and then when I started listening, oh, what do you know, now I start writing on my mirror again, writing in my notebooks all around my bedroom. And I started waking up and spending mornings with God. And now I feel like things are really starting to move in my life. And I'm like, yes, like, this is awesome. I have so much clarity. I feel so good. I'm moving forward. And it's because I was paying attention to the things that are going to help me feel inspired. And so listening to things make you feel inspired. And if you write down and kind of track your cycles and your seasons and your phases that you go through, because sometimes we're super inspired and sometimes we're not. And it depends. And as women, it all depends on our cycles and how we're feeling too, because you are like, oh, no wonder why I've been so annoyed. So it's all about tracking what you're doing too, so that you can see what works and what doesn't work. You can see, oh, how coincidental that when I woke up early and 
spent time with God and worked out. I also took my supplements, ate healthy and went to bed on time where you can be like, okay, these are like correlations. These are the most important things that I need to make sure that I'm staying in check. So you could make a whole entire list of all the things that you need to do when you're, that you need to be doing right now. But when you feel inspired, you just do the things on the list. Have you ever made a to-do list and then you just started doing stuff and then later on that day you went back to the to-do list and you had done everything on the list and you're like, oh, I did everything like cross, 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 cross. It's like you almost didn't even need the to-do list because you obviously weren't following the to-do list to remind you. You just wrote it down because it felt good to pull it out of your brain and to have it on paper. And it was just an energy leak that needed to be closed. But then when you're truly inspired and you're feeling really good, then you just don't have to even try to do the to-do list because it's already being done. It's already just being fulfilled through there. Um, so it really is like, instead of focusing on the big, long, daunting to-do list, just getting in the habit of staying inspired and then everything else will just naturally happen. And so one thing that I noticed is when I was doing a daily, um, it was like a daily impact sheet is what I called it. And so this is something that I need to do for myself. And I recommend everyone do this too. I need to redo this because I'm just realizing that I kind of fell off of this. But one thing that I haven't been doing a good job of lately is posting. And posting to me isn't just about, oh, I need to post because I need to gain followers and I need to have more likes and I need to have more comments. And yes, it is about that a little bit. But to me, if I'm not posting, I'm not impacting people. If I'm not posting and telling people, I have a lot of value to offer. You have a lot of value to offer. You have built your brand. You've identified your brand. Or if you haven't, then you need to go through my branding course, uh, mentoringthemasses.com. It'll just pop up for you. Um, or I am going to put my link tree in my bio on Instagram. So you can find it in there. I took it down for a while, but I'm going to add it back in. Um, but for me, for me, when I was doing this daily impact sheet, I was actually posting every single day because I wrote down what is everything that I would like to do in a day that is like meaningful for what I'm trying to accomplish. And so that can be whatever it is to you. Maybe you're just focused on your business. Maybe you're focused on your life. For me, it's like taking my supplements, reading, spending time with God. Um, I even had on my tracking sheet that I had, it was, I put on there, um, kiss my husband because he would tell me, he's like, you haven't even kissed me today. I'm like, okay, that is not true. Like, yes, I have. And he's like, no, you haven't. And so, and I'm the type, like, I'm just, I'm like, I don't know, like, thank God for John, because he's way better to me than I am to him. And, and I just like, I, and he gets me, he knows that it's not like my, I'm not trying to be like that, but like, we'll be at a party and then I will like forget that he's there. And I'll be like, oh, like he'll come in from the garage or something. And I'll be like, oh, oh my 
my gosh, I forgot you were here. Like, because I just am so like involved in who I'm talking to and what I'm doing. And I'm just like, okay, I don't need him to be like right by my side all the time. And I do some things by myself. So I like, I don't know. I'm just like, I, we're just like, kind of like that, but he's like, you like didn't kiss me today. So I put it on my list so that every day I made sure that like I initiated a kiss with him and I like checked it off. And then sometimes it would be the last thing on my list that I haven't done. And he would see it because it was on the fridge. And then I would be like, oh, come here, give me a kiss. He's like, no, now you're just doing it because you want to check off the box. I'm like, that's not true. That's not true at all. I just want to kiss you. So then I had to hide my list, but it was really good for me to be intentional of, okay, these are my check boxes of what I want to do every single day. Do you want to... Okay, let me back up. It's either things that you want to do every single day or things that you're just genuinely interested in tracking to see how often you do them. So sometimes you can do the tracking sheet and write down all of the things that you do in your day and all the things that you want to do, whatever. And you can do the sheet with the intention of, I'm trying to be perfect. I'm trying to do in a perfect day, all of these boxes would be crossed off. Now, that doesn't work for me. Because I take perfectionism way too serious. And then I will like obsess over this sheet that not every single box is colored in or checked. And I'll feel like a loser because I didn't do the days and that, you know, all of these things will happen. And so um, I flipped my mind. Again, it's all about perspective. And what I did with my sheet was I said, okay, this is going to be my research sheet. I am studying myself. I am studying my own habits. I'm studying my lack of inconsistency. And I'm not going to try to be perfect. I am going to look at the sheet and try to do the things every day like I have been. But I'm more so interested in the results after a month to see how the weeks really coincide with each other, the days of the weeks. And then I'm interested in seeing it month to month. How does September compare to October? Are my tendencies getting more consistent? Am I, oh, look, in September, I only spent 14 mornings with God, but in October, I spent 25. That's cool. It's going up. Or I only worked out three days in the month of September. I worked out six in October. Okay. That's going up. The goal is just to go up, just to go up one day, one thing, not, okay, this has to be perfect. And this is a perfect day. And this is a day in the life of Taryn when it's perfect. I'm my highest version of myself. This is what I need to do every day. Well, of course, you're not going to continue to fill out your tracker day to day to day, week after week, because you're not being consistent anyway. And you're like, why am I going to fill out a form? That's literally telling me I'm not doing what I'm supposed to. But it's good to just look at the data because when I had a sheet in front of me telling me what to do every day, and you can just go on Canva and type in daily planner in the search, and you will have so many templates come up that you could make your own planner and then you can just print them off. And these can be your daily sheets. Now, I recommend only printing off like one at a time. (laughs) Terry's dog wants to say hi. Oh, I don't think we've ever seen your dog before on here. Um, (laughs) So cute. I would only recommend printing off like one at a time. Don't say like, okay, I'm going to print off a whole week 
you know, maybe you have a daily sheet or maybe you print off like per week and it's like a grid, you know, you could do that too. You could even do the whole month where it's just check marks and grids, like in one page, type in like monthly planner, monthly checker. Lots of teachers use Canva too. So keep that in your mind. If you ever need to like search for templates, um, there's tons is of organization stuff and charts and things like that. But don't print off too many because you're going to need to trial and error. Like what I said at the beginning, like you're going to try like, okay, this is my day. These are the things that I think that I want to track. And then you're going to do it and be like, oh, I also want to track my water. And you're going to write like water on the sheet and then add it to your Canva template and print out the next day. And then the next day you're like, okay, let me track this. Like, what did I do? And so for me, I put on there, I called it my daily impacts because to me, like a to-do list just sounded like work. And I don't like to work like that. <laughs> like, I like to like, I like to be creative and that's what I like to do. I like to create and I like to inspire and I like to do things when and how I like to do them. I do not like to work. So when it was called my to-do list, it felt daunting. And then at one point it was called my daily income producing activities because it was like doing these things over a length of time is going to produce an income for you because I was doing it for my business. And then that just felt horrible to call it that. Like that I felt like was just so much worse. And so when I started saying, okay, these are my daily impacts. These are things that I want to do to impact something. Maybe I'm impacting my own health, my own relationships. I'm impacting my kids. I'm impacting my friends. I'm, you know, all these things, things that you like to do, like morning, like start when you wake up in the morning, your very first thing, like your, what your highest version of yourself does, this is what you want to put like, okay, what time do you wake up? Do you make a protein shake? Do you drink your greens? Do you take your supplements? Do what are the things? Obviously, if there's things that you do every single day, like go to the bathroom and brush your teeth, you probably don't need to write that on your list. Like you're probably going to be pretty consistent with that. So it's like things that are going to be outside of that, that you want to really look at to see how consistent you are. Or maybe you want to even track like the days that you shower and get ready. You're like, how many days did I actually get ready this week? If that's something that you're trying to do that at one point, that was something that I tried to do. And I tracked that because I knew if I could just wake up and get ready and be totally ready that the rest of my day was going to be awesome because if someone needed to hop on Zoom, FaceTime, I had to run up to the store. I had to, I just felt confident. I felt better. And that really changed a lot for me. And then now I do that every single morning and I am always ready before the call that I run in the morning here. And for a long time, it wasn't easy. Now I wouldn't really need to track that because it's like every day that I do that. And maybe there's like once a month where I don't really do it. So, and I'm not saying you have to do that. Obviously, like, you know, I wanted to do that. So I don't think that that's something that everybody has to do, but if that's something you feel. And so just go through your day of your routine of all the things that you would like to do. Um, also put in things on there that you're maybe doing that you don't like to do. And you're, and, or like that you don't like that you do. Like if you smoke or if you drink, or if you hang out in the wrong crowd, or if you, um, if you have a problem like yelling all the time, or you're in a bad mood, um, 
I also put at the bottom of mine every day, I rated myself one to 10 of how the day was, um, how like, and it, it was how I perceived the day and it was my mental health on a scale one to 10, how I felt like with my mental health and in that day, how did that day go? And I would talk with that number to John because he would be like, no, you definitely are, was way worse than yesterday. Like he, it was, it was nice to have like another person's perspective on it. Um, and then it was cool to track like the days that I was consistent with like supplements and eating healthy and working out was also days that I was like nine, 10, nine, 10. And then the days that I like slept in, I drank alcohol the night before I ate like crap, didn't work out. And then I was like, oh, that's weird. I was a three on the mental health scale. Like, well, duh, like there's nothing wrong with you. Look what you're doing. So it was just cool to like analyze the data about myself. And I think that that's a really great way to set it up so that you know what you're doing, how you're doing so that you can get better at it. And then if you can bring a a month worth of data and say, this is where I'm at the last month. This is how I feel. How do I change my life? How do I feel better? It's going to be a lot easier because I already can see into your life and see what you're doing, what you're not doing. And I can see the things that are of value to you, the things that you want to do, the things that you like to do, um, the things that matter. It's like the analogy, the story about the big glass jar with all the golf balls and then the pebbles and the sand and the water, and it all fits if you put it in that order. But if you try to put in the water first and then the sand the water's going to spill over. Then you're going to put the rot, the little pebbles in. It's really going to spill over. Golf balls won't even fit in there. And so you have to do it in that order. Your golf balls are the things in your life that are of value to you. That you want to take time out of your day to do. That's all that being valuable means is that I want to dedicate time out of my day to this golf ball in this jar, to my husband, to the gym, to each of my children, to God to whatever it is, fill in the blank. Because so many people, when they are trying to build businesses, focus so much on the to-do list. They focus so much on, okay, what are the skills that I need to learn? What is, what is this like next thing? And then you forget that all of this stuff is actually what takes you out. You can build whatever you want. And I had a girl I registered for her. Um, she did a free workshop and I clicked on her thing and I signed up and I registered for it because she made an ad and she was talking all about, did you make it to six figures? Did you hit it? And then you realized you couldn't keep it because how you got it was just straight grit and working as hard as you possibly can. And then now you know that that's not realistic to keep that. So let me help you scale the seven figures. It's very simple. It's just a little things that you're missing. And because it's not the skill, it's not the systems. It's not that it's you. It's the person of how you feel your value being, being in your lane on your track where ideas are flowing and you feel good. And so you're impacting and that's bringing more good to you. And then it's going back out. There's a really good picture that I have. Um, maybe I can, um, maybe I can find it. It was sent to me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect by exactly what I was going through. Yes, I 
found it. And so it's, um, okay, so for those of you who can't see it, um, because you're watching the recording, it says your energy field when you're vibrating on the frequency of love, you're untouchable, period. I'm going to keep showing this till someone understands this. And it just shows fear in the flesh is just the circle that's going from your head to your gut round and round and round because you're just thinking and you're in your gut and you're thinking about it and you're in this fear mode. But when you're in love, you can see it's totally going in and out all around you so big because you're sending love out, you're getting love back, you're sending out impact, you're getting impact back. You, that's how you live. You are open to what you're supposed to be doing. You feel like you're on the track. So the wheels are spinning easily. The engine is going easy. Everything just feels so much better and flows. So the goal is just to get you in that state and then keep you there because everything else comes from there. And then when you have a coach or you have someone who can help you listen to you, they don't really need to even coach you. They just need to be a good listener. Like April has been a good listener for me so many times. And so has Alicia. And it's like, hold on, let me just like get this out. Let me explain. Like, let me, I just need like your help for a minute. And so it would just, they wouldn't even really have to do a whole lot. It was just felt good to like get that out and say, okay, this is the plan. What does this sound like to you? And so if you have someone like that, that can hear you out as you talk through the steps of what you need to do, where you get solid steps, like three to five things on your to-do list for your business to further your business, three to five things that are solid on your to-do list that need to be done next and give yourself two weeks to finish them and write those things down. Like these are my four or five pieces of homework. And this is what I have to do over the next two weeks. And what are those most important things? And that's when a coach comes in because they can ask you, like, what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? What do you feel like are the next steps? What have you tried? How are you feeling things are going now? Um, you know, what do you, what do you just feel like is the next step? Okay. Why do you feel like that? How do you think you could accomplish that? And just asking questions is so good because then it like pulls that out. You're like, Oh, boom, done. I got my five things. Okay. I can do this in two weeks. This is easy. And it feels so good. And it's simple. And so that's like the entire system of trying to have a better life and grow a business and start your own business. And it's all kinds of, it all kind of flows from area to area. And then you're posting consistently about your brand to your target market, talking to their pain points, and you're attracting them to you. And I always say the best way to judge if your brand is working, a true brand will have people coming to you. So if people are coming to you saying, oh my gosh, Tracy, that post of Liam just hit me so hard. I've been watching you guys. I, we need, we need what you have. Please send me more information. That is when you know, done. I did it. I accomplished my goal. I impacted my person. I spoke to my target market. I talked their pain points so much so that they came to you. And that's why I also pray that God just connects people to me like magnets. Like, like magnets, like instantly you, if I can, if I can help you God in any way, deliver a message or help your people bring them to me like a magnet and give me the words to say, and give me the ideas to tell them, 
and connect me. And so when you do that, then your people are coming right to you. So you could even track this, the people that are coming to you daily, where you can see like, oh, wow. Okay. Look, you know, this day I had one person message me this day, nobody, this day, nobody again, this day, nobody again, this day, two people, this day, one person. And you can see how many people come into your inbox, starting conversations with you that are, I'm a follower. I love what you pose. That's, that's awesome. Thank you for posting that. Thank you for not even like, Hey, Tracy, what are you doing? I want to know more, but even just like, you know, applauding to your story or like messaging, like, Oh, that's so cute. When someone is interacting with you, that is when your brand is working because they feel connected to you enough to where they want to interact with you. They want to take it a step further. They don't want to just, Oh, they want to be like, Hey, Tracy, I'm clapping my hands for you. <laughs> I'm doing this for you because I think what you're doing is great. Like they want that deeper connection. And that's when you have your, you've created your brand of all of those people. Um, now you can track that and see, because it might be interesting to see, well, how many days did you also post? Because if you posted that first day, you got someone to reach out to you, you didn't post for four days. Those four days were just coincidentally the four days that nobody messaged you. And then you start posting again and then you start getting messages. So you can see like how important posting is. Posting is the second most important thing to do in your business. If you're trying to make money online, the first most important thing to do is to identify and nail down your brand. The first and the second thing. So if you don't know your first thing, that's why you can't do step two. That's why when people join, a, like, let's say a network marketing company or they're affiliate marketing or they're doing something online with sales and they have to sell it themselves, it's why they have such a hard time posting. They're like, I don't know what to post. I don't know how to post. The posting usually sucks <laughs> when you look at their stuff Like you can tell like, okay, that person's like new at this. They don't really know what they're doing. It doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good. It's because they don't know the first part. They don't even know who they're talking to. They have no idea. There's so many different people you can talk to. And reading that girl's ad on Instagram that I signed up for her free workshop for made me realize even more because the person she was talking to was me. She was talking to the person who had worked their butt off to make six figures in an online business and then was so exhausted and drowning that they couldn't stay there. So think of all the people she's not talking to. By making a post like that and saying like, oh, you hit six figures, you whatever. If you did not hit six figures, you would scroll right past it so fast. She wants you to do that. She wants me, the person who's so fast, she can... She could make a post and it could be all about me. She could read me like a book. She could list all my pain points. She could be like, hey, Taryn, are you da, 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 all down the list? And it would totally make sense to me because she knows who I am and my pain that I'm in. And that's who she's speaking to. So I say this in the branding course. And so if you've taken it, you probably did this, but it's always good to do it again. I do this a lot. And if you haven't taken the course, again, you need to go to mentoringthemasses.com and take it. It's the spot that I talk about going to your social media and writing down what your last 15 to 30 posts were. 
like what, and, and, and if you get the program on the branding course, there's actually like a template that I've made for you to print out and to do it on there. And it's so cool to look back and to see like, okay, my last 30 posts, what did I post? My last 15 posts, do it like over the last month. Um, you could be posting up to two times a day. Um, you could also, and if you're on TikTok, it could be more like five to six times a day. Um, Facebook one to two times a day, Instagram one to two times a day. It honestly, with Instagram, you don't even have to post every day. They say like, it's more about quality, not just quantity. Um, really, if you don't really have a good post and you don't have one, right. Like it's better to just skip that day than to just throw up some random stupid thing that doesn't even like get any likes just for the sake of posting. Um, but you could have, uh, you know, you could have a couple on there for the month and you can have 60, 70 posts on there. The goal is to see what are you talking about? Because we tend to complain when we're building an online business, like, oh, I haven't gotten any sales. I'm not making money yet. And it's like, okay, let's see why. Does somebody know what you do? Does somebody know exactly how to spend money with you? If I go to, and, and you could, after you're done stalking yourself, you could reach out to someone and ask them to stalk you. Like, hey, check out my page. Do me a favor and look at this. Even asking someone from work or like a friend from high school that you talk to on social media once in a while, someone who doesn't really like know what you're doing and really know who you are, but you can tell them, hey, go to my Instagram, look over the last you know, month, and I want you to tell me you know, who you feel like I'm trying to connect to. And see what they say. And that would be super interesting because you don't want to connect to everybody. You don't want to throw your net so wide that you are just scooping up anyone and everything because everyone is so different. You're not going to be able to speak to every single person and really relate to them all. You're not. But how much can you relate Tracy to a mom with a son, Liam's age with special needs? you're like, oh my gosh, like, please let me just tell you, like we, you're like, I, and you do such a good job and I see all your reels and things that you're posting and talking about stuff with sensory issues and in the water and all that stuff is so cool because you're speaking directly to your person. Someone whose child doesn't have sensory issues is not even going to understand your reel or they're going to be like, oh, that's cool. Like next, they're not going to really get it. So that's what you want. You want to repel the people away from you and you want to draw in the people that you're talking to. And when you're operating out of love instead of fear and you're putting love out there and you're open and you're on the track and your wheels are there and you're, you're not falling off and you're in total alignment, everything starts chugging along. But it goes back to energy leaks where we talked about before and I have podcasts and YouTube videos on energy leaks alone if you just search for it. And then it goes to being proactive versus reactive living and then rewiring your brain and then branding and then posting and then tracking your impact of what you're doing day to day, how consistent you're being. And then please, like, I am so confident that this will work. Like do this for 45 days do it for, do it for 15 days, not even 45, do this for 15 days, do this for the rest of the month. 
And tell me that this is not working for you. Tell me that you do not feel amazing and in alignment. You're going to start making sales. You're going to start making money online. You're going to start getting more greatness into your life because you're putting more out there and watch how operating out of love and like, okay, I'm not going to worry. I'm not stressing out about this. I know that I'm in the right path. I'm walking in the path. I'm doing the right things. Goodness is coming to me. Throw a little Florence Scovel shin book in there on top of it. And it's like game over. You're going to be a different person in 15 days. You truly will. You will be blown away at what happens to you. Because I've seen it happen to people. I mean, look at April just being consistent in one thing where she was like, I'm going to post a reel every single day for the month of August and was consistent with it and did it. And just after like, I think it was like 10 or 15 days, she was like, oh my gosh, look at all my views that I'm getting. She got a reel that had like 8,000 views or something just after two weeks. She got that. So like, you know, it's just super cool. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to see this work and to see people stepping into this and starting to feel so good and start to feel better about their life and feel better about their job. Uh, because you can have the life that you want. You truly can. You're just choosing to not have it. It's a choice that you're making without even realizing that you can see the other side. You know what you need to do. You know the spots you need to step into. You know what your soul feels in alignment with. And you're choosing fear and you're choosing doubt and you're choosing insecurity and you're choosing anxiety and you're just staying in your box. And you can see the freedom and you can see where you need to go. But for whatever reason, you're just sitting here waiting. You know what to do. You do. You have a list, you know, and it's, about taking that first step. Look at your list. What is the first thing I need to do? This is my first step. This is what I'm doing today. And take a step and you'll feel better. Take a step, you'll feel better. God always meets you as you go too. So if you're like, God, show me my journey, show me my path, light the path. And then he tells you to do something. And if you do it, then immediately after there's going to be another instruction. Oh, now do this. Now do this. When you stop taking steps, and you hear God tell you, like, make a Facebook group or reach out to that person or make your video or do your link tree or take the branding course or whatever you feel like is your next step and you don't do it. And then we're like, oh, I don't know what else to do. Well, you didn't do the first step. So you don't know. So just taking those little steps, breaking down the goal of what you need to do. And then over time, when you're doing this, you'll look back in a year and be in a totally different place. And think, I cannot believe how much I've grown in a year. I cannot believe where I am now versus where I was at the beginning of the year. And journal about it. Journal. Write down how you feel for real right now. Write down if you're going through a change in your life, write down what the change is. Write down how you feel. If there's something that you don't have clarity on, if there's something you don't know, write it down. Because at some point you are going to know. And at some point you are going to be able to look back and think, oh, wow, that was before I knew. And look at all these things my gut told me. Look at all these things I wanted. I ended up doing them, but it was so hard in the meantime. So next time I'm not going to kick and scream and make such a big deal by not doing the things that I know that I need to do. So, all right, I'm going to let you guys go. We started on time and we ended on time. Crazy. 
first time ever. <laughs> okay. Um, I love you guys. I hope that you have an amazing day. Happy Friday. And I'll see you on Monday. Okay. Love you. Bye.